Hey, this is Carrie Q, and we are in session at Jackrabbit Sound Shack. Inside by Carrie Q here at In Session at Jackrabbit Sound Shack. Uh, Vance, do you want to go ahead and get us started on this f- episode? Sure. First off, how do you say your last name? Koiser. Uh, okay. But Great. it's a secret. That's Which, why the Q is there. It's uh, so a sad it? mystery. I think Carrie Q is easier to remember, and it that's that's good that you go by that. Um, starting off, um, how did you get started in music, and where are you from? I'm from Houston, Texas, originally. Um, I've always been a musician as far back as I can remember I've written songs in my head far before I was able to play guitar or understand any sort of theory Um, I remember putting on shows for my dad and a ton of stuffed animals when I was like three years old (laughs) and uh, been singing since I was about two so and what what kind of drives that for you is it um, just a desire to perform a desire to write is it more it all changes um, when I was younger, it was a desire to perform. I was definitely like a center of attention type person. And mm. as I've gotten older, I've become more of an introvert. Um, and now it's just music is what makes me happy. It used to be what helped me cope 
And now it's, it's, I don't know, it's how I interpret the world around me. And there's nothing like it if you can do it. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. What awesome. is your process for writing songs? Um, I mean, it varies. Sometimes I just pick up a guitar and it comes out, the whole song. And uh, sometimes I am just in the car and I hear something and it gets stuck in my head. And I often drive without music because there's always music bouncing around inside of me. Which uh, instrument did you pick up first? Um, well, I started playing piano when I was about like seven years old. I quickly stopped doing that. And, okay. I uh, played guitar since I was 10 years old. Okay. So yeah. not too long after. I was curious because a lot of songwriters tend to at least get started somewhat on piano. Yeah. So. Um, and right now, for the listeners, we've got about half of the band in here. We've got Carrie. And then we have Greg, who came in as the guitarist today. How's it going, Greg? It's going well. How are you? I'm doing all right. Thanks for asking, man. I appreciate that. Um, so I've got to kind of get this out. But looking you up before bringing you into the studio, the videos that I'd seen, you had a female guitarist. And then today we have Greg. So when did that kind of shift over? When did that change? Um, well, before the last few months, I've, the musicians that I've played with were kind of hired guns. Okay. Um, the previous guitarist, Rebecca, was kind of the main one when I was about 20 years old. That was six years ago. Okay. And uh, what I've always wanted since I lost this, when I was in high school, I had a band, and we practiced every day. Mm. And we were a committed band, and it's been hard to find that in Austin. Um, yeah. So really, I was, I was always looking for a band that would be my main band. And thankfully, um, I found Greg, and he fit great, and he has a great tone to bring to the table, and he's willing to do this music with me and be a part of it, which is really exciting. He also seems really talented. Greg, how did they find you? Uh, how did we meet, Carrie? You drove me home when I was drunk I at the drove, wedding. Yeah. Well, we met before that. <laughs> well, that's not the story it's I was same, expecting to hear, but that's okay. Same circle of friends. Okay. And, uh, yeah. And I, I, I remember that drive home because we were listening to something along the lines of B.B. King or something. Yeah. And we were, we were bonding over, over blues stuff. And we, we said, you know, we, we should really play a show together sometime. And like four months passed. And then we started doing the band stuff. Yeah. Okay. And how long ago was that? Uh, November 2015. Uh, Has it been over a year? Yeah, that was a Klaus wedding. Oh, wow. Yeah. Was it, that was a mutual friend's wedding or something? Yeah, mm -hmm. really, really good friends of ours. Um, Josh Klaus is also a musician. Okay. In He's in a band called Fierce Kelly. Fierce Kelly? Yeah. So if anybody wants to check out Fierce Kelly, you heard it from Carrie Q. Josh Klaus is on yeah. point. Josh yeah, Klaus. Incredible. Fierce Kelly. So why don't we go ahead and hear another song. This next song is called Problems by Carrie Q here on In Session at Jackrabbit Sound Shack.
influences like what who inspires you you know songwriter wise or musician wise i'm sure you have a very wide i do it's actually it's pretty um it's not what you'd expect i mean i have the typical classic rock influences i listened to a lot of heart growing up my favorite band was the who when i was Mm -hmm. a kid um my first concert was the moody blues nice and then the who and then heart um I also really love the Arctic Monkeys and kind of the Great madness band. they bring to the table. There's this kind of insanity that I, I hope to, that I feel that I can capture when I'm performing live as well. There's a little, there's a little bit of madness right behind the eyes. And uh, I don't know, but sound wise, just a lot of rock. Okay. Yeah. How do you guys go about producing a new song or something like that? Because listening to your music, um, and I'm going to kind of go into a a further question with this later, but you seem to be able to bring a lot of the world into your music with instrumentation, with the way things are presented. So how does that work out? How do things get from point A to point B? So I'm a big traveler myself, so a lot of the right. songs are traveling songs. Mm-hmm. And they incorporate different adventures I've had when I was in the Middle East, say, or Western Europe or in the UK or South Africa. Um, but one of the best parts about having a band, especially a band that's so accomplished by the, on their own right, mm-hmm. is that I, I typically bring a song to the table and then we just you know, shed it and we, we play until... We get something, and usually it happens right away, or we get an idea, and we're all, it's a very um, encouraging environment, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moment is a really brilliant arranger. Um, Greg has a really particular style that's really honing the sound and making it cohesive. Right. And uh, Paul is kind of the voice of reason. Okay. In all in all aspects, where like we get carried away with like the ideas or adding something, and he's always there to be like, actually. He's usually there for just like the, to say no sometimes, <laughs> um, which is great. Yeah, and sometimes a, you need a little raining in. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. he has and he has such a versatile sound. Okay. Also, a great drummer. I mean, Different had, styles. Yeah, because yeah. he was jazz trained and he can do hip hop and. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Because I've noticed, like in a lot of your music, you'll bring in different instrumentation. Now, who's is that kind of a collaborative thing? Because you know there are some. Songs I've heard, you've got French accordion in there. Some songs that have sitar in there. Some, you know right. what I mean? Which brings that worldly sound to what you've got going on. Well, as far as the professional recordings go, um, that was more like my imagination. In- well, I mean more, yeah, like the idea of it. Because, I mean, I don't imagine you're bringing like all these different instruments to practice. You know what I mean? Say, hey, yeah. let's see what this sounds like today. And, yeah. You know? Well, that was before the band was formed. Okay. Um, I worked with a guy named Nick Jay. Okay. And he's brilliant, brilliant producer. Um but when I first started recording that EP, I had just gotten back from traveling, and I was gone for six months. I lived in Israel during the war, and I came back with such a wow. weird energy about me. And I was hearing all of this music all of the time, but I was at the same time, like, it was hard for me to go out and socialize, and this was, like, the only outlet I had, and I, I don't know. So the song um, Keys to the City, which is mm-hmm. on my EP, mm-hmm. I was set in Prague. Okay. I wrote it about Prague. So you can kind of just imagine the storyline is right. a guy playing the accordion on the street. It's kind of a seedy environment and there are people smoking cigarettes, but it's it's beautiful, but you're coughing on the nicotine and you feel equal parts scummy and in awe of how gorgeous your surroundings are. Yeah. And Mitzbay being my song where I'm just a complete hippie living out in the desert because I was a, a 
desert tour guide, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. I worked at a hostel in the Negev wow. for uh, about a month. Okay. And uh, so that song is <laughs> word for word, just storytelling my experience. Um, yeah. So the sitar is really appropriate. Yeah. Well, that, that entire record, I've listened to it a few times. It, uh, yeah. it does call to mind a lot of imagery, which I really yeah. can appreciate. And it was done really well. I thought they did it. You yeah. guys, you, Nick J., did a really good job on that record, I thought. As you can tell now, though, the band's sound is getting a little bit more towards rock, a little it more is. punk. Mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised when you told me you're going to be bringing in two electric guitars. Yeah. Because, I mean, from you haven't been in here, right? So the only yeah. thing I've seen before is YouTube stuff, and it's pretty much acoustic from what I've seen on, on oh, everything yeah. on YouTube and all of that. So Yeah, that'll change shortly, thankfully. Right. Yeah. I mean, hey, y'all do you. I just, yeah. it, it was surprising. All right, well, let's go ahead and keep things rolling here with the next song. Uh, this is probably one of my favorites from this session, but this song is called Chicken Little by Carrie Q here on In Session at Jackrabbit Sound Shack.
like to travel a lot. You bring a lot of your travel influence into your songwriting. Yeah. And I overheard you guys talking about you're going to Europe. Yeah. And you have played in Europe, right? Mm -hmm. And have you played any other parts of the world, Asia or any? I have played a show in, I've played a show in Israel, um, in Holland, in France, Scotland, Ireland. And I think that's it for Europe. Um, and how do you get those gigs? Do you have a promoter or an agency? Me. You do all the booking. <laughs> it's all me. So you're doing your own yeah. sort of grassroots sort of booking and management and yeah. promotion. And you're making your own flyers. Because, I mean, yeah. that, a lot of the bands like Chill Russell and some of these other bands we brought in here, they have like Penny Loafer PR working for them and, you know, other companies that yeah. they pay that help promote them and get them gigs and these sorts of things, get them on the radio. Well, thankfully, we are finally catching traction doing this all on our own. Um, I also have a manager now in Scotland, so that's going to be a little bit easier. He's going to do a lot of booking. Yeah. But up until this point, it's been all me. And it's 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 kind of crazy, though. The doors are open when you just show up with a guitar. Yeah. And uh, you don't suck. <laughs> so. I think that's a, that's a big part of it. Where are you sure. guys playing in England? Um, we're, we haven't booked any shows in England yet, but if if so, we're going to go down to London because we have our old drummer, our drummer for our last two tours um, in the UK lives there and he's going cool. to school. But, um, I mean, we play Edinburgh every year. We play the Fringe Festival. We just got back. I was recently in Belfast this past December. And so we're going to do shows um, in Cork, in Dublin, Belfast, and then back up to Edinburgh and Glasgow. So you have friends there that kind of help you set these things up that are based out of there. That always exactly. helps. Yeah. Wait. Awesome. Yeah. What? So where I saw that you're, you've done some other podcasts and one of them in particular, is there a cover? Oh yeah. And is uh, that one other friend of yours that does a podcast? That's or? a good friend of mine, Chris Strand. And I think that's, that's the best interview I've ever done just because he's such a good friend of mine and he's so intelligent. Mm -hmm. um, so the, the problem like going into a conversation with Chris Strand is, is we go way too deep. <laughs> and I was worried yeah. that we would hit a point where it'd just be like a black void, you know? Um, just going too far down the rabbit hole. Absolutely. Kind of yeah. Absolutely. And then just silence. Like, whoa. <laughs> I think at one point he said, well, are you happy? And I went, dude. <laughs> But that's that's honestly, um, it was such a good conversation. It was supposed to be like forty five minutes long, and we talked for like two hours. So well, that sounds of a good conversation for yeah. sure. That's nice. Yeah. Gotcha. So, Greg, um, with you being kind of well, I don't know if you're new to the band or whatever. You've been in there for a little bit over a year. What kind of stuff have you brought to the table? Are you bringing in? songs that you've kind of started writing or are you just kind of following what Carrie's doing? How, how does it work? How's the dynamic working between you two? Uh, I write parts for what she's been writing. Okay. Uh, fortunately, she's a much better songwriter than I am. Uh, and it has, we haven't been playing for over a year. We, we did the, the meeting thing, uh, but uh, I don't think it's been a year yet in the band. Uh, gotcha. so it's been, it's been fast moving. Uh, okay. You know, I haven't, I haven't done this kind of interview with other bands that I've been in much longer, and uh, I haven't done the things that we have done together as a band. And so it's, it's excellent. And it's wonderful. And it's a new adventure, and it's, it's not where it's going to get to, hopefully. Mm -hmm. And so right now, uh, you know, I, I 
run the songs through my brain and I write guitar parts till four in the morning and hopefully get them done in time. And nice. And we play live shows and have a great time. And that's pretty much how we do things right now. Awesome. How long have you been playing guitar yourself? I'm about like seven, seven years or so. So uh, really not that long. Not too long. Uh, I, I was not a child musician like all these other talented people running around. And that's kind of been one of the driving forces for me because... Uh, you feel like you have to catch up? Yeah. Well, okay. before, so before I played music, uh-huh. uh, it was a rule on road trips that I was not allowed to sing. Well, that's because a, I was an unfortunate awful. rule. <laughs> uh, okay. It was, it was, it was, I couldn't dance. I couldn't sing. I couldn't play. I couldn't keep rhythm. I couldn't do anything. You just sit back in the backseat and be quiet? Yeah. Um, no. I'm so uh, sorry. No, I wouldn't do that either. <laughs> okay. Uh, but uh, but it but since picking it up, uh, it was just it's the most fun thing. It's the best thing I've ever done with my life. Is it cathartic? It's it's everything. Yeah. It's it's all of my best memories are playing music. That's uh, awesome. And in these past few years, I've done things that I never thought were remotely possible. Starting at a later age. There's that feeling that uh, that you just you can't get past a certain point because you have to you have to start when you're five years old and you have to be right. You don't. You just have to play until four in the morning every right. day. Yeah. Uh, play till your fingers bleed. Yeah. And uh, well, they didn't not really bleed. That's a little <laughs> Callous crazy. Uh, but you know, it, it used to be my goal uh, in life to get good enough at music that I could go to a restaurant and play in exchange for food. And, uh, you know, that's an extremely reasonable goal. It was a reasonable goal. One of the more reasonable goals I've heard from a musician. And I was very surprised and confused when I hit that goal after a couple of years of playing and I had to make new goals. And it's it's just been a wonderful exercise of of reaching a little bit further. And and, you know, playing my first festival was amazing. And now, you know, we're talking about and I'm I've never left you know, I've gone to Canada, which isn't mm-hmm. really like leaving America. Right. Well, uh, I've been to Mexico. When you live in Texas, it's Texas exactly. extended. So. And so, you know, that's that's a thing I never thought I would ever do in my life, going to play the Fringe Festival in Scotland. Uh, and it's, I'm having a hard time coming up with new goals. That's a, well, <laughs> just keep beating those goals, hitting those goals, right? Yeah. So where's your favorite place to play in Austin? Where do you guys most often play or... Do you play more out of town than you do in town? I'm really digging Stay Gold right now. They've only been open for like a year, and I really, really dig that stage. There's always a super enthusiastic crowd, and they want to dance, and they want to get up close, and I love that. And it used to be Blackheart, and I still like Blackheart. It's just harder to get in these days. Um, so we've been just, to both of those. I think I prefer Stay Gold. Do you? Over it's Blackheart. classy. Just yeah, right? it and it's classy. it's a little bigger. You know what I mean? So there's more room. Like being a sound guy, there's more room. Things sounded a little bit better at Stay we Gold. We usually play outside there. at Blackheart. Oh yeah, yeah. I've only seen the inside shows there, so yeah. I don't and, know what they're outside. And your next show is actually February 9th at Hotel Vegas. Yeah. And that's with Bell Curve Magic. Rockers of Texas and Cary, Illinois. Yeah, that's going to be such a sick show. I, um, I've never played Del Vegas under my own name. I played a Harry Nielsen cover show once, and I was just singing for that, which was cool. Okay. I, <laughs> you, gotta, you know, you got to eat. Yeah, no, well, I, yeah. I love Harry Nielsen. I'm, I'm not even going to pretend that I wasn't super stoked to do that. But, uh, yeah, it, they're definitely grungier bands than we are. 
which is going to make this all the more fun. Is that kind of where y'all are looking to go, or is it just something you just like being around? I love being around. I love punk. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I love rock. Like, harder rock, crunchy. Did I hear you guys mention a giant dog earlier when y'all were talking to each other? My cousin's in a giant dog. Really? I I love that band. Do you really? Sabrina is amazing. Yeah, I, um, the first time I saw them, I actually, a buddy of mine and I were actually chatting with Sabrina, not knowing that she was the front person for the band because we were actually there to see another band and this was a few years few years back yeah um but it was a pretty nice introduction to that band since that night i've been a fan of theirs so and it's yeah. it's cool to see where they've been going this isn't about them this is about you guys but it's cool yeah. to see where they've been going through uh for a giant dog and then sabrina with bobby jealousy and all that stuff yeah. it's been awesome yeah yeah I, I grew up seeing them as well like as yeah. my cousin's been in that band since high school yeah yeah Okay, well, why don't we hear the next song? This song is called Laura.
You said you keep having to set new goals and uh what are you guys' goals for 2017 what is the plan for the band well um i've said this a few times recently but my goal with music is to take it to a degree where i can do it and not worry about bills where i can make a living doing this like so i don't really care about fame if it comes fine um but honestly just to be able to play like two shows a month and be good three shows a month honestly four shows a week i'm still good yeah i I love playing i love being on stage i want to keep traveling with it i want it to be the vessel that takes us places um i want to keep pushing it i want to put out records I think that's kind of everybody's goal is to be able to make a living doing what they love doing. Yeah. Because then it's not work. Right. It's fun. Yeah. How many records do you have out? That's a difficult question because I I put some out in a previous band in high school. Um, Really, the only thing I have that I would push that I would sell is that EP. The Solid Ground EP? Yeah. The recent one. Where can people get that? I'm sure you have it as a download. Is it at Waterloo? It's... on Bandcamp, it's on iTunes, it's on uh, Spotify. It's on Google Play, it's on YouTube. Yeah. I've listened to it there. Sounds like you got a lot of info and you have a website. Yep, kerrykeymusic.com. Um, this is also really random, but I recorded a pop single in South Africa and that's playing there. So if you're interested in hearing that. On your website? Uh, no, if you search my full surname, Carrie Koyser. Uh, it's called Fall of Rome, but... Very different sound, so. Awesome. Yeah. I've noticed that you have a lot of actual music out, but you said the CP is the only thing you're really pushing at the moment. Yeah, this yeah. is what I identify with this project. Okay. And where was that recorded? That was recorded right here in Dripping Springs. Awesome. Yeah, with a Nick Chase studio. Very cool, <laughs> very cool. I saw a picture of you on Facebook at Arlen Studios. Yeah. And David and I have sort of a, history we both went to media tech institute did you really when it was so we worked out of there while it was still that's actually how we met and uh i interned at pardonalis and he was actually offered the gig too and uh so we go back to like the whole you know arlen pardonalis and and that whole sister studios yeah greg played the arlen christmas party with me oh yeah yeah it's a great studio i haven't seen it since they've redone it is it nice it was yeah oh gotcha they had a whiskey bar <laughs> did they? We need, to, we need to work that in. Maybe not whiskey. Maybe tequila. <laughs> they had tequila too. Oh, they had tequila uh, bar. The whiskey bar. I think they're sponsored by Tito's too. Yep. But yeah, yeah. There were lots Arlen? of different stations. Oh, yeah, we're gonna yeah. work up to that. We're gonna. Yeah, we'll maybe we'll get Austin Beer Works involved. That'd be nice. Ooh, get some Pearl Snap in here. Yeah. And what's the what's the local tequila? Z. No, the 
I, it doesn't matter. We'll figure it out. But yeah, any sponsors out there looking to get involved, hit us up. Um, what else do you got? So before we get to kind of y'all plugging yourselves and us plugging ourselves, um, I've got a question I'd like to ask. It's kind of for both of you. But me, music is extremely important to me. Yeah. And it connects with me um, in different ways. Different music connects with me in different ways, different parts of my psyche, different parts of my emotion, things like that. But I wanted to ask you guys, what is music to you? I know that's a very vague question, but what is it to you? First and foremost, uh, it, it's it's what what keeps me moving, what keeps me centered, what keeps me, you know, it's it's my goals, it's my relief at the end of the day. It's I get bent out of shape if I can't do this thing because it's it's my release and it's you know you're saying you you drive with the the radio off and that's the thing I've noticed I've just been doing and I've just been like running these things through my head. Uh, and it, it's just, it's just kind of like, and it's like, there's a switch that's on or off and it's never off. Yeah, uh, exactly. So it's, it's, it's just kind of, it's life. Okay. That's a good answer. You said that Same? wonderful. Okay. Well, then, I just, no, just, nice. <laughs> well, I, I will say that there is, um, there isn't a whole lot of music that I really connect with. A lot of times when I listen, I'll be able to point out certain things I like about it, certain things that I don't, so on and so forth. But I do have to say that y'all's music, I really do connect with the way you write, the way you storytell. It is, um, again, it doesn't happen with me with a lot of bands. There are about maybe a handful that I can, I can pick out, but yours is one that I really connect with, and I'm, I'm able to. Hopefully I see it the way you present it. I see it the way I see it, but hopefully it's the same way that you're trying to showcase it to folks. And I, I really appreciate your songwriting. and the way you guys play and, and the way y'all arrange everything, put it all together. Y'all did an awesome job Thank you so much. with all of that. You did a great job playing here in the studio today. Vance and I really appreciate it. I think things are going to sound great. Yes. Thank you for coming out. Appreciate you yeah, taking the time. Yep. Do you guys have anything you want to plug? Just our show February 9th at hotel Vegas. Um, please check out the website, get the EP. It's carrykeymusic.com. That's C A R I Q. I was pronouncing your name Kari for a while until I Makes sense. found it somewhere. At least you don't call me Carl. Well, it's, it's a common thing. Carl? Yeah. Well, uh, I'm sorry. I just went on a California tour, and on one of the signs outside the venue, it said Carl Q. Wow. Yeah, we got Carl Kuzer on here. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so the website again is carryqmusic.com. <laughs> Yes. Carl.com. All right. So, guys, we want to thank everybody for listening in. This was episode number five with Carrie Q. Um, coming up next, we have Finite Fidelity, I believe, coming up in a couple of weeks for yeah, you guys. So, stay 12th, tuned for that. Right. Well, they're coming in on the 12th. Or, yeah. The episode air date will be afterward. Um, but again, we want to say thank you. Thank you for listening in. InSessionJRSS.com is our website. You can find all of our new episodes. You can find anything that we're trying to push through with this. Vance, do you have anything else to, to finish with? No, just go on and take a listen. Definitely check out our episode four with Tim Barros del Norte. We're really proud of that one, how that one turned out. And it's just exciting to keep having these, cranking these out and having such great bands come in and be a part of this thing. And we hope to keep pushing this stuff forward for you guys and bring you newer and better bands. 
Thank you guys so much for listening in. We are going to wrap the show up with the song Solid Ground off of Carrie Q's EP, Solid Ground. Thank you guys so much for listening in again. We will see you next time. If there could be a love like these With all my heart and all my aid I know I'm drowning I cannot resist How am I to know
chicken. <laughs>